Welcome to Isaac Speaks, where we get down with the realness of talking about life. Today, we're going to talk about being discontent with where you're at. I literally just walked out of the chiropractor. And when I was in there, I was getting adjustment. The guy's popping me this way and thrusting my back that way. And he immediately tells me, what's going on in your life, Isaac? And I started to tell him about my new book. In the midst of me telling him about the book, it turns from me trying to tell him about my book to him asking me a million questions about how to write a book. So I'm getting interested, trying to figure out what's going on here. He begins to tell me that his whole life is wrapped up at his job and he doesn't like it. He looked at me and he says, this can't be it. If you can feel me, let me know. If you can't say out, say amen. And if you can't say amen, just sit silent because that's what I did whenever I heard what he was saying. Why? Because we can all relate to exactly what this man is talking about. None of us like our jobs. It was not what we were meant to do. We get up in the mornings, rush to get dressed, to go to a place that we don't even want to be at. We spend the majority of our day there doing things that we don't want to do, that don't maximize our gifts and our talents and all of the things that we were created to do. And if they do use those gifts and talents, it's to make somebody else rich. I heard a quote once time that said that most of us spend our whole entire lives fighting viciously to make sure that our bosses have amazing vacations. I know it's crazy, but it's true. We continue on in this conversation and eventually he gets to this place to where he tells me this cannot be it. And it was crazy because those words resonated with me because we've all had that moment where we looked at our lives and we realized that this cannot be it. We go to college and we fight for these jobs. We go to college to get these degrees. We spend all this money getting all this debt because we think that this is going to get us what we want. And when we get to the end of it and get the things that we desired, we realize that this cannot be it. Our happiness is not found in our wives. Our happiness is not found in our children. Our happiness is not found in our jobs. We reach this place where if we're not manifesting the gifts and the talents and all of the things that we were created to do, there's just an emptiness to life. And I began to sit there and listen to him talk and we were going back and forth. And he was telling me about nine hours of his day. Nine hours of his day are spent at this job. He works over an hour from the job. So he has at least, and I say at least because we live in the DFW Metroplex and so you never know what traffic's gonna get you, but at least two hours of his day are wrapped up behind a vehicle in traffic, trying to get back to his wife and children. And when he finally gets back, he says he has about 30 minutes before the children have to go to bed. Wow, this cannot be it. So what do we do when we wake up and we realize that life's not giving us what we want? What do we do when we wake up and we realize that the things that we thought were gonna make us happy at this point in our life, that were gonna bring us joy, that were gonna take us to that next level are really just leaving us in this state of emptiness? How do we begin to make changes, move forward, do things differently? Well. It's a really easy process, actually. It all begins with us changing us. Honestly, everything that we desire in life is on the other side of a change mindset. Everything that we desire in life is on the other side of us becoming the person that is prepared to receive the things that we want. Most of us don't have what we want because we haven't became the person 
that's strong enough to carry those things, to handle those things, that's prepared themselves enough, positioned themselves to be able to manage and steward those things. We spend our whole lives doing all of these things that are outside our area of gifting, when in reality, what we should be spending our time doing is developing the gifts, those distinct things that make you you. What is it that people say reminds them of you? What's that thing that only you can do well or that thing that you can do better than other people? Whatever that thing is, whatever that place is, that's where our time should be spent. That's where our energy should be poured. That's where our thoughts, our mind, our will, our intellect, everything that we have should be driven to that place. Because if we can put it into that place, what's inevitably going to happen is we're going to develop that gift. It's going to get better and better and better and better. One of my favorite historical texts says that your gift will make room for you. Meaning that as you continue to expand your gift, it's going to make this place that's specifically fit for you, your shoe size, your blood type, everything that makes you you will fit in that place and it all begins with you deciding you making a decision that I'm going to work on me it's not my mom's fault it's not my daddy's fault it's not my cousin's fault it's not mama nim nina nim none of them it is nobody's fault to change me but me it is nobody's responsibility to make me better but me it's up to us and the moment that we become mature enough to make that decision is the moment that we become mature enough to begin to have change in our life. So how do we do that? Well, all great things begin with small choices. Every single thing that was great was small at one time. Even this universe that began in such a small, insignificant, chaotic way is now expanded to something beautiful and diverse. And we, we operate the very same way. Every single seed that we put into the soil is small and insignificant in its dormant state. When you look at a seed, nobody gets excited. Nobody says, oh, look at the beautiful seed. Oh, I love that. No, we get excited about the end product. We get excited with the fruit from the apple tree. We get excited with the bloom from the rose bush. We get excited with the end product, but nobody celebrates the process. And you, me, and everybody who's aspiring to become something greater, we all work in the same manner. We're just this seed that has something great in it, something amazing in it that just needs to be in the right environment with the right nutrition for the right amount of time. And the automatic byproduct of the process is something greater than what we begin with. The automatic byproduct of the process is something greater than what we began with. Do you believe it? Do you believe that it's possible for you to become something more than what you are? Do you believe that you were birthed for greatness? Do you believe that great things can come from you? Regardless of your parents, regardless of your family, regardless of your bad decisions, regardless of your heritage, regardless of anything that's happened in your past, none of it matters. Do you believe that you are something and someone significant? That's often the greatest hurdle that ever has to be jumped for any individual who aspires for greatness. It's the place where we have to be able to look within us and see something greater than what we have on the face value. The place where we have to believe against belief, hope against hope, drive against things that we don't see, move against things that don't seem apparent on the face value. It's that place. 
that place that's the hardest to overcome. That is the beginning step up the mountain to the peak where we'll finally have that mountaintop view that we aspire. And there's many little cues and things that we can do to begin that journey. But ultimately, you have to begin to believe that you can, that you are, that there is something special in you. There is something special in you. And whatever that something special is, is worth fighting for. It's worth sacrificing for. It's worth getting up in the morning, in the wee hours of the morning to read books, to listen to things that are motivational, to study the habits and decisions of people that have done it before, to walk in the newness of life that other people never thought could be possible for you. It's worth it, but you have to believe that you are worth it. And if you can take those steps to believe that you are worth it, if you can take those steps to believe that there is something great in you, if you can take those steps to believe that the greatness that you have to offer the world is worth fighting for, then you can make it. We'll continue to talk about more things that we can do to manifest the greatness that is within you because there is greatness in you. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what ethnicity you are, what your religious beliefs are, what your mom and daddy did, how bad decisions you made, how many good decisions you made, what your college degree is, what your hair color, eye color, blood type. None of that matters. You were birthed for greatness and there's greatness in you. And on Isaac Speaks, we're going to help you discover that. Stay tuned for more episodes of Isaac Speaks, where we're going to speak on the realness, help you discover your gifts and talents, because this is the place where we lead leaders into discovering who they were always meant to be.